tries to make sense of this bizarre development, but nothing of what he's witnessed seems to fall into place. I'm trying to enjoy the film. Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. Watch along. I'm Matt Durson. And I'm John Hunt, a colorist of Star Trek New Frontier from IDW Comics. Uh, Clay Inferno here. Uh, Star Trek fan, uh, Trekkie, and Trekker. Both. And Maven. Both Trekkie and Trekker. Is that still a thing in the world? Isn't that like... Who knows what's a thing in the world these days? I Am I right? right? No, nobody the knows. Is... The world isn't yeah. even a thing anymore, so don't worry yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah, the world really went to shit in the last... Since Star Trek IV. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Let's go try to find God. Like, it's, it's like a metaphor for the real world. Star Trek Four and Five. Wow, that's right. Things went to shit, just like they did in the Star Trek universe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember like Trekkies, Trekkers. Well, I'm this, and I'm a Trekkie, and you're a Trekker, and I'm a blah blah blah. Like, yeah, there was a whole uh, one of the Siskel Niebert reviews I watched of the thing, and uh, Gene Siskel was like uh, calling them Trekkies, and then at the end, Ebert corrected him. He said, "Well, they're actually called Trekkers." And he's like, "They can't tell me what to call them." <laughs> but there was a supposedly a distinction. Those guys must right? have drank yeah, a lot, lots of Trekkers. whiskey. <laughs> well, drag a lot, uh, yeah. Cisco. Yeah, Cisco. If I could bring angry. back two dead celebrities, it'd be Cisco and Ebert. I feel the world needs those two. Wow! Like That's my wife was like, "What? Those two? Dead like, yeah. people? <laughs> Just dead celebrities, you know? And they're they're like not even real celebrities. It was like quasi celebrities. No, but they were you know, writers. They were newspaper writers. Yeah, I feel that the world needs a Siskel and Ebert to rally behind. It's kind of true, though. I mean, when you talk about movies, there needs to be that sort of unifying, like, oh, two thumbs up from Siskel and Ebert. Yeah. You know, like, it, it does help. Because Rotten Tomatoes doesn't work. So yeah. we have no, we need something. Rotten yeah. Tomatoes Maybe has two different kinds. It's like, it's like what the critics say and like what people say and then the average yeah, but, and all that stuff you know it's like but what people say but the what people say thing is bullshit because people just post bad reviews of movies they haven't seen just because they don't like yeah well lost, this is that's know, exactly that's why yeah. we need cisco Niebuhr back you need well thought out you're right critiques and all uh, right i'm going forward with this all right bring let's, them let's back. do it bring them back, <laughs> bring them back. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if we can do something about this cloning and if you, you should check out that uh, Roger Ebert uh, documentary, uh, I can't remember what it's called. I have yeah. seen that. Very, I, I've seen very. it twice. It'll make mm. you cry every time. Well, yes. it, at least it made me cry twice. But it's really good. But seeing him with when they removed his jaw and stuff is like oh, real weird. God. Oh, man, um, no, I but it's interesting to like see the, the 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 history of the the two and their relationship. And we're I'll get off this. We'll get back on to Star Trek. <laughs> and you I'm know what? Saying, though? Yeah, go yes. ahead. I'm just saying that, like, a lot of my association with old movies that that we've been going through, 
it, it goes back to them because uh, as a kid, I remember like, okay, Siskel and Ebert are on sneak previews before they went into syndication. They were on, on the PBS channels. Uh, yes. I was like, I sat like, okay, they're going to talk about ET tonight and Star Trek too. And I would sit there and I'd, you know, all day I'd be thinking about it. Cause I get to see clips of movies I really wanted to see. Yeah. Cause they would play big. a full clip. It would go for, you know, three, four, five minutes. And then they'd come back yeah. and talk about it. Yeah. That was, that was big. Clips yeah. were big. The, the thing that I was going to say was even though that heartbreaking that, that, uh, that Roger Ebert, documentary is and you see like the decline in itself i have to trounce out my last uh, star trek credit when i did that interview with julie nimoy about her dad and like the a lot of it's a, like a documentary about his life but yeah it's like a documentary about like copd and like you know how people are suffering with this lung disease and and uh it's it's really sad but it's really it's really awesome to watch stuff like that because you're, you yeah. know, you might have older relatives or like it might remind you of something and, you know, it does make you cry, but like in a good way. Yeah. It's, uh, it just, uh, and, and, and it's also interesting to watch old episodes with them where they're like, geez, movies these days just have explosions and this and that. Where's the story? I'm like, wow, what would they think of movies now? You know, this is an episode <laughs> I'm watching from 1978, you know? <laughs> well, it is interesting too. Based, because of the movie we're talking about, as I was reading up about it, I was like, man, that would be so much easier now. And he wanted all these fights with aliens and uh, not aliens, angels and, you know, devils yeah. and rock men and everything. Yeah. And then he had no money for it. You could yeah. do all so that. We'll get into that. Want, so yeah. which one final good thing about segue. One, one final thing about Cisco and Ebert. They did play Star Trek V on their worst films of 1989. <laughs> uh, and we're we're about to celebrate the 31st anniversary of uh of of this film which came out in june of 1989 wow and apparently along with a million other blockbusters yeah that was uh that was a rough year to release yeah. movies that had uh well the big movie of course was batman yeah and you had your indiana jones and the last Not crusade batman. you had your you had your lethal weapon 2, weapon you had two. ghostbusters Ooh. 2 uh you had your license to kill, which was also sort of a casualty of that summer, uh, mm. an underperformer. Uh, you know, it was, that was like the I feel that was the first year where everything was like sequels. And that's sort of what kicked off the current trend we have of like big movies every week. Yeah. Was, like, well, well not this year. No, not this recording. year. <laughs> no, not right. this but, year. But that's why we're here to entertain so that you guys can have. That's right. Because all two of you want so long. Shitty, but yeah, so it's like an old movie that was already made. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. It's kind of interesting too. When you, when, as we go through it, we'll find out how much Indiana Jones and Last Crusade and Ghostbusters Two actually did impact uh, yeah. Star Trek Five and everything. So, and yeah. So crazy time. Like I feel like the ma- the making of this movie would be a good movie, probably yeah. better than the movie yeah. itself. I wish I had had time to read the book that his daughter wrote about, but. The, the the making of this film but i just didn't have time to revisit it i read it in like 2003 and it was uh, an interesting read and you don't well, you remember should... it yeah and it, uh, i mean i remember <laughs> i read it <laughs> that's, that's definitely an advantage <laughs> all right well, well after um... i finished reading it durst and i went to domino's and we accidentally didn't pay for a pizza i remember that oh yeah that was a, that wasn't a remember thing. That was a hearing thing. We <laughs> remember. remember. All right. 
Let's right. let's get into the this. The Enterprise is back. It. This time, have they gone too far? That is the question posed by the poster oh. Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. The Final really? Frontier. The poster? Oh, all right. Good job. Have Just they gone too far? Maybe they have gone too far. <laughs> I think that they have. Because... <laughs> Uh, if you know what wait, I mean. Let's not be shitting on Star Trek V yet. I mean, I'm not. I would just like to share the fact that I don't hate this movie. All right. I mean, I, I don't hate I, this movie. That way, you know that me, I don't hate anything. Any that, actually, that actually likes Star Trek V, but I don't want them to turn it off because, oh, these guys are just going to rag on it the whole time. No, I mean, no, no, we no. are, but, you well, know, it's from I don't hate this movie either. It, yeah. it, just, it was rife with production problems, which yeah. just, that's the way it happened. It's actually an interesting study about movie making back then but it's also i think it's still it's got the core star trek like yeah. vibe a friend of mine at the time said it was probably the most star trek-esque film uh yeah out of the ones that, yeah maybe the first one the motion picture and this one are very uh well anyway they're a little similar too but. they are similar but let's do this let's, let's, let's do this are you ready everybody ready everybody ready i'm gonna ready. go three, two, right I'm, I'm on a black i'm on a black screen and I'm gonna go. I'm watching it on on Xfinity. I don't know where everybody else is watching it, but um, well, I'm gonna go three, two, yeah, one, and press play. And I'm gonna press play, and we'll all we'll see some mountains. <laughs> right? Are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. I got mountains. I got. Mountains. I got stars flowing around mountains. Yeah, and then then uh, then uh, does it go to blue? Oh wait, it doesn't go to blue anymore. It's the new logo. No, they go yep. right into the mountain, actually. Yeah. Oh, I thought they did. I was... It goes to white. No, you're thinking of Indiana Jones. I was thinking of Indiana Jones, yeah. Captioning made possible yeah. by Paramount Home Pictures. Oh, is it now? This is Yosemite, right? The uh... No, this is um this is the desert. Yosemite's the park with the oh, right. lush. I forget what desert this is. Yeah, but there were some harsh days out here. It's like 100 degrees, obviously, coming in the desert. In fact, this guy had a lot of hair when they started. And now it's <laughs> it just burned right off. A lot of teeth. <laughs> He's got the very Mad Max slash yeah, uh, this is definitely Beyond Thunderone kind of thing. Beyond Thunderone? Thunder, it's hard for me to talk. Thunder Road. Rari Roy. <laughs> then he goes and gets his uh, his uh, cock gun, his cocking gun. <laughs> yeah, you know. He's gonna do. Yeah, yeah, I know. This is PG. Drops his rocks. Oh man, this, this is, is like that scene in Holy like, Grail when he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, the the riff tracks of this is great when when he's like share your pain with me he's like I saw my mom and dad have sex and he's like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this was one of the first uh, riff tracks that they did or this was yeah, an early riff track an early one yeah the Star Trek six one is fantastic yeah but why bother listening to them when you can listen to us. Yeah, right. we're almost as funny. <laughs> they sit down and write the jokes beforehand. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. we just we come on. We're off we're the cuff. Just, we're literally riffing. 
They're talking. They're reading. So, so uh, Cybok's original name was uh, Czar, I believe. Yeah. And uh, he was a little less sympathetic in the early drafts. He was more um, a televangelist type from that was big in the 80s. That was Shatner's whole thing. Yeah. The televangelist. Um, this. I uh, what? A secret pain. This is Lawrence Luckenbill, by the way. Yeah. They originally called Sean Connery. Yeah, you know what? They called him, and that ties into our Indiana Jones and Last Crusade, which he was yeah. busy doing. But you know, they're always like, Sean Connery was considered for this role. Like everybody's considered for a role, you know. <laughs> you know? When they were talking <laughs> but about apparently the name Shakari came from Sean ah, Connery. Oh. I don't know if that's true though. It's good though. I'm looking at uh, if you're looking at the same article on StarTrek.com that I am. That's what it says. They no, don't put I'm... lies on StarTrek.com. No, no fake news there. I'd like to point out that the horse that he rides in on is a unicorn. <laughs> Do you see it? Like when it turns its head, you can see it's got a little horn, and I think it's dyed blue in later scenes. You can you can see it better when they don't it's have a the horn. Horse right. of a different yeah. color. <laughs> But also, fuck him and this horse that he rode in on. Yeah. Whoa. But it's a unicorn. The unicorn he rode in on. I don't understand why there are no starships on Nimbus 3. I don't know. Uh, how, did, how did everybody get there? Yeah. How did he get there? Yeah. There are a lot of questions that like I never thought of until recently about this movie. Recently? <laughs> recently. Like today when I was doing He's my research. And here's the big scene that everyone's like, we're going to blow people's minds with this. A what, Vulcan a that, the, no, yeah. the Vulcan that laughs. Harv Bennett was like, we have a oh. chance here to do something that hasn't been done in Star Trek Crazy. before. Although Spock smiled before, so I mean, but he didn't let out a hearty belly laugh. like. Star but this is like an evil laugh. It's like a maniacal laugh. No, no maniacal. not really maniacal. It's just sort of like... Um, He's not you know, laughing at a joke. He was thinking of why the chicken crossed the road, just like Destro every time he laughed. He said, what did Spock like... find in Kirk's toilet? <laughs> <laughs> the captain's log. <laughs> and here's part of the Harv Bennett trilogy, plus one. Plus one. So a quadrology? Yeah, it's, your, it's your plus one. Also, look at the, the credits here are a little shaky. They look a little like, ugh. Or is that just me thinking that, that when Star Trek... I think that's just your... <laughs> I've already had much to drink. Yeah. Uh, and this, of course, like Disco D. The Disco D. Back for more. Uh, Jerry Goldsmith, my favorite of all Trek composers. Uh, this, this, uh, this soundtrack, this score, equally as good, I feel, as the motion picture. Different, but just as powerful, and I think it makes the movie better. You know how it sometimes definitely was, like, um, a good score can elevate a, meh, you know, movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I want to say uh, a music critic, Jeff Bond, said that that was Shatner only made two good des- decisions. <laughs> 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 One of them was hiring Jerry Goldsmith to do the score. Yeah, that was a, a fantastic uh, movie. Uh, also, the 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 original like Shatner wanted this to be like a whole thing that f- went from 
whatever the like, Nimbus three. Yeah, yeah. and then the like like pull back and then like go all the way to Earth and then like zoom right in onto the mountain and then onto his hand climbing up the thing. And they were like, uh, um, that's gonna cost money, and we don't have computer yeah. effects yet. So Paramount really cut his nuts off, like, at the... which he got like a good view of just about when he was climbing. <laughs> <up there. laughs> that's right. You see, Paramount did. Yeah. You see Neither anything Shatner. there? As someone that's scared of heights, this always frightened the hell out of me. This in that um, that David Lee Roth skyscraper video. Woo! My hands just start sweating. Couldn't watch any of that. He couldn't watch that Mission Impossible movie then, where he's hanging off the side of the building. Oh God, no! I love that. Oh God, oh. no! Ooh. I love it and hate just it. Just look at away. The same time. Well, apparently Shatner was afraid of heights too, but they yeah. did. He did want to climb a mountain for a couple of shots, which didn't yeah. end up coming out because of clouds and stuff. Yeah, and they said it, like, it. He said it ended up looking fake. Yeah, this is like Catalina, really which is one of the the mountains or something that um. That the Apple named that the uh, their operating system oh, after. Yeah, the one that doesn't let me run Photoshop anymore. El Capitan. I <laughs> El Capitan. That's what it is. Yeah, that, that's what it is. David Lowry, screenwriter, got his start uh, on this film because Harv Bennett came across hit the script that he wrote for a movie called Flashback with Dennis Hopper and my former twin Kiefer Sutherland. Oh yeah, I think I remember the video cover to that movie. Yeah, it was like it, it, not a very good movie. I don't know <laughs> anyone would read that script and be like, "This is the guy." He's good. Well, he probably really? came cheap. Yeah, we should also point out no ILM on this one. Yeah, uh, this is Brand Farron. Uh oh. Yeah. yeah. Which uh, I had some notes on him. I gotta find him. Not well, as, as while much of a household name. Yeah. Well, here's, I'll say here's, that. It was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade and Ghostbusters 2, which is what two of the projects that Ireland was working on. They didn't yeah, have enough manpower. For... Yeah. They couldn't even make this big plastic looking side of a mountain. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Brand Farron's big claim to fame at the time was that he did a bunch of commercials and then uh, special effects on altered states and did some work on Little Shop of Horrors. And, uh, Apparently there was a test set out to various effects houses to make the the godhead thing happen, and they did it with you know a lighter and uh, you know some paint and water. They didn't really do it with that, but you know essentially it was just like they, they were like, yeah they were yeah. cheap matte paint. and they were like okay yeah, matte, matte paint. no so matte painting here no these so it was matte painting earlier when the sun was rising we didn't call it out then oh, hello. I remember that was in the trailer. We used to have that at the video store, and it played the Star Trek Two music. Where it was like, was that one of those? You, if you like that movie, I think we had a best of like 1990. Oh yeah, you know, matter how we had those, that we had like an 84. We just put those in so we didn't have to keep watching the same. Yeah, over and over again. And here, never more than ten feet off the ground. No, this is shot in a parking lot, and they lined the 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 side of the mountain so it looked like it was part of the real El Capitan. But there's definitely a shot uh, where you can tell that Spock is kind of, or maybe it's later, you can tell that Spock is kind of attached to the 
Uh, yeah, the last shot where they show him from behind, he's attached yeah. like at, on his sternum to the the wall, and on this, he's like standing on like a little platform that yeah. moves him up and down a little bit. And then Bones, Disco D is looking in a Viewmaster. Yeah, <laughs> some old some old Star Trek Viewmaster stuff. It looks like they painted it at least. Uh, Bran Farron also tried to stay away from uh, blue screen work because of yeah. shots like, like, <laughs> like Bones running. Oh, yeah, like Bones running, like that. Like yeah. Because what? his clothes just changed color. Now he's wearing a black jumpsuit. <laughs> and apparently, at the time, the guy that did the fall that was like one of the largest free falls ever. Yeah, performed. that set the record at the time. My Bungie. hands are sweating from watching that. Well, I'm glad you didn't have to do it then. I mean, for 1988 effects, it looks pretty good. No, it doesn't. Because it's 1989. No, they filmed it in 88. Maybe. I mean, they started production on this in October of 88, so they might have been into early. The girls are not pretty at this Paradise City. No, the girls are not pretty. Look, there's like a World War II. Tiger girl? No, yeah. Tiger shark. Tiger shark. It's Moon Knight. Oh yeah, Moon Knight. I love this funny pool thing. The pool the table. Water pool. It's a jump to conclusions, Matt. <laughs> That's you, Matt. You're the jump yeah. to conclusions, Matt. I mean the jump to I do jump to conclusions. Oh God. Okay. So a uh, production designer on this was um Herman Zimmerman, who uh, worked, I think he got the job because he was on the production designer on Next Generation. So it starts to bring a little unity to that table is awful. It's like they just went down to, you know, <laughs> Ikea and grabbed something. You I know? think they were just like went into the wood shop on the, yeah. on the lot. <laughs> make this an octagon. Tech carpentry shop and said, like, can you guys make us a table real quick? Can um, we borrow that? I think yeah. that's probably what they said. But, uh, Herman Zimmerman was a production designer on Next Gen uh, at this point. So uh, Shatner brought him in to kind of unify the look. So that's why you'll see uh, the, the bridge in this uh, is redesigned. And it's a, lo- a little more homey looking, a little more beige. Yeah, um, beige. Yeah. So uh, there they you said go. They redressed the uh, corridors as well from Next Gen sets for the yeah. corridors. Of and, the Enterprise. and the, the sick bay, the sick bay, are, the, bay. the sets are the same. Uh, from next gen they didn't do any any sort of redress to those so apparently those guys running had been sitting around all day in 110 degree heat and william shatner called that the cyborg shuffle as they were running across <laughs> because they're so tired and so dehydrated <laughs> from a long day of shooting and also we should point out i forgot to mention earlier there was a teamster strike when they oh, were yeah. filming this movie yeah. so they had to hire non-union drivers one of the trucks Hacks. blew up yeah and anyway, so one time they got left out in the middle of nowhere because the guy didn't get the memo that he was supposed to come pick them up because he wasn't a professional. He was a non-union scab. So, yeah. It was also a writer's scab. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah, that held up the production of this. Cut David into it too. But they didn't yeah. give them more time. They just said, well, do it do faster. It. Yeah. And, and also Nimoy was directing something else. So that held them up a little bit too. Oh, Paradise, Paradise Lost. Lost. That's like the graffiti I've been seeing around the city here. A lot of graffiti yeah. popping up. Yeah. 
What if what if there's, really there's the blue there's the blue unicorn. there's the blue unicorn. What if really under Lost it said cat? It wasn't really about Paradise Lost. It was really like Lost Cat. You know, Paradise Lost Cat. Fluffy. Where the girls Please are keep pretty. An eye out. That looked kind of like another evangelist. Anyway, there I am right there taking my drink. Uh, originally, the the part of Korg. Ready? I'm gonna drop a little knowledge on you guys. Knowledge. Knowledge. Was going to be played by George Murdoch, uh, but then when they cast this other fellow, who's I can't give you his name because I don't have it at the ready, but uh, they recast George Murdoch to play Santa Claus at the end. I mean, God. the God thing. Uh, George Murdoch also uh, appeared in a couple episodes of Next Generation. More specifically, The Best of Both Worlds, Part One and Two. Isn't that the hermaphroditic porn that? Yeah, that is, and from Clerks. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's what I think of every single time that I think of <laughs> Best of Both Worlds, Part Best One and Two. Yeah, Jake's with dicks. They put mine to shame. <laughs> <laughs> now here's some more the same shots of this. This oh, uh, Starbase there, yeah, Starbase. Star there's I think the old Excelsior again. Yeah, um, so Excelsior. <laughs> anytime there's a good shot like this, it's an ILM shot. Anytime it's just like <laughs> flat lit and looks like toys moving very slowly, it's the Bran Farron shots. Well, we found out what she's got to. Okay, we have to address the elephant in the room. Uh, the elephant. Sorry. No, no, no. But, uh, <laughs> that was a whale in the room. Wow, that's me. You fat shaming, Scotty. Isn't that yeah, what we're here what, for? What is going on here? Yeah, this is even James, is Jimmy Dewan was like, I don't understand what this came. I was like, what are you complaining about? You got your whore after you. I know. But ah. just, like, like 30 years, whatever, they've been they've been sailing the skies together. They've never <laughs> been any sick attention or anything. No, no. But, yeah. you know, now they're eating is... bags of lace. I feel like, <laughs> <They're> like <laughs> yeah, they have their centrum vitamins better. and they're uh, getting a little, you know. Hey, we've been friends for a long time, but why not kick it up a notch? Well, she, there's nothing here yet. She's just like, I, I brought you some potato chips. No, and but she like, does touch his face and say, they, I thought we we're going on leave together. Well, you know what? They're, they, they're, <laughs> they're in their, their years, right? They're in their, yeah. They're getting on. Uh, obviously, nothing's happening for them because their life is their work. And they're fine. And they're like, you know what? This guy's all right. He's smart. I mean, he's missing a finger. And Scotty's like, she's a good-looking lady. I mean, yeah. he's got this whole fan dance thing that she could do when we're alone. And <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not meanwhile, Jacob yeah. and Sulu are here together having their thing. So, I mean, it's an inclusive movie. You're right. I don't know why we think the two of them is weird when these two guys are hanging out. Yeah, and just and like, it's Spock just like are hanging out. And Black Widow. You're like, where'd that come from? Well, it happened. So, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> this is um here here we go. Oh, we we do this all <laughs> John and I say that line <laughs> all the time. Cut a blizzard. <laughs> Although I I mean It's a pretty dumb lie. I mean, come on. Boy, you look like an ass. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, on the blizzard. What? The, you know? Sulu, the sun's come out. It's a miracle. Everything's melted. You know what's a funny thing, though? Well, really quickly, is that 
George Takei said, despite all his problems with William Shatner over the years, he said he had no problem with him on this movie as his director. Yeah, he said he was a very good director. Uh, wow. was good with the actors. Um, I would also like to uh, go back to uh, Chekhov there for a second. Uh, did anyone watch the um, the press conference on the last day of filming Star Trek V where they were doing like interviews with the, the press and you know they were all in character yeah. and they were on the bridge? Um, Shatner's like, oh, let me introduce the cast. Here's Leonard Nimoy and Disco D. And here's George Takei. And here's the gentleman that plays Chekhov. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he hands him the microphone, like Walter Koenig. And then he says something in, in Russian. You know, it's like, oh. oh. called Shatner a son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm really glad that people are still drinking whiskey in the 23rd century. Very yeah, I'm The bottle even looks the same. I love yeah. it. You know, but this Scotty's is drinking scene. some whiskey, too. Uh, He's deep in scotch. the cup. I mean, I'm Scotch. Scotch is a peep. Scotch whiskey. Wait, scotch I know, scotch whiskey. But you, I, should, I like to differentiate. Scotch is a drink. Scots are a people. But we're both quite tasty. Thank you. All right. So uh, this is the scene. This is one of the scenes I like. These are the the. This yeah. is the part of the movie that I like. People it's... hate these scenes too. Like oh, people I love point them. to them being awful. I'm like, this oh, is I a character development. This is the right. this right here is the theme of the movie. The day our family. Right. Our family. Well, like they go, they spend the entire bone says it. They spend their entire lives getting on each other's nerves, and they get a break, and they spend it each other. Getting each on other. each other's nerves. It's, it's just like the time that we took that trip to Niagara Falls and went to that yeah. uh, that Comic Con. Comic Con. What that was? Talked out of Peter David's uh, panel. Yeah. Peter David, who I worked with on New Frontier. Um, like we had to walk right by. Was oh, that a Star yeah, Trek really. reference, uh, John? Maybe, huh. maybe. Um, so like Name well, drop. however many however many hours to get out there, stayed yeah. overnight, went to the thing, however many hours to get back. Derson calls me an hour later, he's like, What are you doing? I was like, Come on out, let's hang out. <laughs> <laughs> we just spent a little more than the whole weekend together, like five days or some four days. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was a few days. Yeah, so uh, what are you doing? Like it was literally I went home yeah. for an hour. Yeah, and then we go and we played video games. I came up and played some Mario Kart or something, yeah. you know. Good stuff. It's funny. And here's the marshmallow. Why is it a marshmallow? I don't. I guess I always assume that Spock just made a mistake. But he didn't because McCoy's like, yeah, you're right. And then they released these. They Those did? Like, yeah, this was a product tie-in. Marshmallows. It's just a longer marshmallow. Like, like, hmm. Isn't it? I guess so. Like, a toy companies had Star Trek all figured out wrong. They put out <laughs> figures and stuff for the motion picture and they're like well that didn't sell well and then star trek 2 comes out and everyone loves it and they're like oh shit we missed the like missed the boat on that one so then they put them out for star trek 3 and they don't sell and then star trek 4 comes out and it's a huge hit and then toy company is like we better put stuff out and then they put them stuff out for star trek 5 and it doesn't sell you know <laughs> if you've ever watched um the angry video game nerd channel and they do uh, row, movie row, reviews. Row, row, row your boat. Sorry. Row, 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 row. I think he has a couple stroke, of Stroke, stroke, stroke your cock. Whoa, hey. <laughs> uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd has a uh, 
a Star Trek V stand-up display in his uh, like basement like set thing that they they treat as a, an old video store. <laughs> I love it. Takes another another snort. Yeah. I wonder if he was really they were really drinking like you and I. Well, yeah, I'm drinking right now. They filmed these last apparently because Shatner wanted this. They wanted to be able to celebrate. Yes. When they were done shooting, so they thought it'd be a fun to real have drinks. like a. Well, probably. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did uh, notice. Uh, I, I came across a little factoid here that the only other um, co- sort of product placement in uh, Star Trek happens here when they're leaving. They're wearing Levi jeans. Whoa, Star Trek Levi's. Just like the time that guy tricked me into buying Star Trek shoes as a kid. Star Trek shoes? How does this Clay would wear those now. You had tell us? I remember when two, the 2009 Star Trek movie came out, and there was like a, a like they had a blue t-shirt and like a yellow t-shirt and the red t-shirt, and they had the emblems on there. And I was like, that's kind of cool. And Clay was like, that's dorky. I would never wear that in my entire life. I didn't say sort that. Of we all it. went out to Burger King to buy those. Those. Oh uh, yeah, I did buy those. And um, I have you know, all they those. Just, well, I did until they just like they just broke apart. They just disintegrated. Like I, I pick have... it up and it li- literally broke in my hands. The Uhura one broke in my hands. There's something wrong. I like, don't you're have not any... to drink out of those. There's right. like something the paint in... is cancerous. Paint well, in that explains a lot, now, doesn't it? That's why I'm so I sick. do like the, like, good night, Spock. Good night, Life is not yeah. a dream. That is funny. That's a real satellite. It's the Pioneer 10. It is. How about that? Yeah. Is that a real Klingon ship to blow it up? Uh, well, obviously not, because Bran Farron did it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this this guy is, like, the worst villain. He's like I a... Speak. He should be in a hairband from the 80s. Oh, he's so 1989. <laughs> Yeah, he is, he is going he down to nothing. Paradise City. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, he's, he's the really opening going down. Like we must go to Paradise City. Did we talk <laughs> about the video like, game no that you can, did, that you and I used to play? The video game from this? Did we talk yeah. about that? Yeah, oh, that was, we, I think we mentioned it once, but yeah, we should talk about it. It's pretty. I awesome. don't remember really what happened, other than the graphics were amazing for a DOS computer at the time. Yeah. But you, you had to go to a wormhole or something. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, it, it was really tough, and you had no save options, so you always had to start over from the beginning. Yeah, we never got more than like a couple. Yeah. Like, I just liked looking at it for the graphics because like they they had like actual Spock. No, you know the frame rate's real bonkers on this. Like everything looks like it's yeah. stop motion or something. That's what I say. It looked like the that gun shooting looked real stop motiony. I said, take me down to the paradise city. <laughs> so, like, this guy and that lady were, I think they're also um, stunt people. Married? In this real guy life? is Todd Bryant. Was it Todd? No, I can't remember his first name. It is now. I think his name is Todd. Todd the Klingon. Here's an obvious, like, they didn't have money to show a shuttle coming in for a landing, so they're like, just get a big spot. Other spotlocks, pajamas. They're, like, on a parking lot at Paramount. Yeah, most likely. Oh, yeah, they're there. Like, and meanwhile, Kirk's like, I always dreamt of Yuhura waking me up. (laughs) (laughs) Why do we have... It's that one kiss. These (laughs) aluminum 
beds, but not aluminum blankets. Transparent aluminum blankets. Oh, yeah, but see, check out Spock's jammies. He's got like like this nice satin shirt. <laughs> he knows he was the most comfortable guy out there. He knows comfort. I don't remember what that guy's name was. It was like Todd Bryant. Uh, but yeah, let's go with that. So that was just in uh, Space Dock five minutes ago. And they, they backed it out just to pick up these guys. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Hey there. But again, just... here's, like, here's another instance where they didn't want to use uh, blue screen. So they just like hang it in front of like a um, you know, rear projection kind of thing. I'm eating popcorn, so I have to keep muting oh, myself. Are you sure about that? Boxes, but he's also asking <laughs> you, John. Are you sure? Are you, about that? are you sure about that? Are you sure you want to live like common people? You want to do whatever common people do. That's my William Shatner singing. Common That's very good. Nice, done. very good. Nice. I got it. I got it. Now I'll sing Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. <laughs> but Disco D. <laughs> Um, Disco D's like that's kind of a, a, a real shit effect right there where they're just kind of like putting it in with like a long stick from behind, you know. Uh, uh, they they really did try to find every little loophole to not have actual visual effects in this movie. Um, I I read here too that um, the stairs for the Galileo were actually from Next Gen, uh, Sir Patrick Stewart's. Dressing room stairs were used in that shot to get them <laughs> off of the shuttle. And of course, the Galileo had that famous episode in the original series where they fight like giant monsters that are throwing huge spears at them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my favorite Indigo <laughs> Girls song, you know, at the Lilith. Galileo? Yeah. Oh. King of This Snow. is one of my favorite lines. I can use a shower. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I, I know that guy because you and I saw this at the movie theater I, well, yes, that, we did. that you ended up working in a few years later. Hmm. New Bridge. So one of these is Melanie Shatner. That's his daughter right her? there. Which takes his uh, jacket. She's and got then a she has big no hair. She has nowhere <laughs> to put it. She just like watches. She just walks around the bridge. So I'll uh, put this. Um... Kind of funny. Uh, let, let me. It's oh. like uh, I'll oh. help with this printer instead. That's a printer. Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Harv like, Bennett makes. Oh, Can I stick this in the oh, bottom God. drawer? Yeah. PC load letter. What the fuck does that? Mean? <laughs> go climb a rock, Thurston. Okay. Superman, please. Go, go climb a rock. All right. Come on, do it. The blend of galactic peace. I love this vacuum cleaner that's sitting here in yeah. front of the screen. <laughs> Why is he wearing an ascot? He's like doing his best uh, Fred impression from Scooby Doo. <laughs> He's Disco D, man. It's a few years after Disco. He doesn't know what to do with himself, fashion wise. Yeah. He's like, I got all this. I got all these. Let's see, she's still walking <laughs> she's around with a jacket. <laughs> Somebody get me a hanger. An intentional joke or not, but it was one I didn't pick up on until like way later. I mean, like the the director is in the scene. Was he like, "Why don't you just walk by me?" Maybe he was that jacket. Yeah. 
Or do you think she was like, I'll, I'll, I'll watch me get my dad. I think he was probably like, it'll be funny. Keep walking around with a jacket. Yeah. I mean, he does have a sense of humor. It, that's his one. Hey, we can say a lot of things about William Shatner. That guy can laugh at himself. This I is won't say anything else. negative about him. I love the guy. Round <laughs> to run into the Klingon. Take my jacket, Must but be. I guess I'll just put my backpack on my captain's chair. Yeah. Like, what the hell? What's going what on? What kind here? of yeoman is this? I remember my friend Mark Bellinger really thought the, this I miss my old chair joke was real funny. Really? Yeah. He also told me to deliver the uh, clothesline of a PVC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,. I guess it was a funny sort of like because you think at the end of Star Trek Four like oh a new Enterprise and then like oh it's a piece of shit. I mean well, apparently kind of... what it is it was a sh- that was already around the Yorktown and they just rechristened it the Enterprise. Oh, Whether it's a piece of shit. They're like haha, you're not an admiral anymore. Oh, and you get a an old ship. <laughs> yeah. uh, there you go. Bad boy. This, this guy, this claw. Like, oh yeah, I, if I be Kirk, I'm gonna be awesome. I can't drive 55. Take me to number <laughs> three, bitch. Like, just because your your ship is old and not working, why is your iPad not working? <laughs> and this is also why did that here. button no, come up from the bottom? Then she's just gonna walk around with that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> return to the Apple Store. Maybe yeah. Does Kirk just use an old like log thing or? Is... What? Also, they just they film this guy on like a like a. They just put him on an office chair and spun him around for this. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Well, and we know what happens to you, Kirk. That's how they film every scene in Discovery. They have like those like circular tracks and like a bunch of people standing around and they zip the camera around and Stacy's always like, I'm so dizzy. I hate it when they <laughs> shoot stuff like this. Yeah, that's at Abrams influence. Episodic. Uh please send a, a ship. You, you gotta send a ship. You can't just beam out here. You gotta send a star ship. <laughs> like how obvious can you make it? That guy's like, I'm getting in the shot too. I'm yeah, look at him. He's like, hey, I'm gonna get my camera. <laughs> yeah. Can you see my face? Can you see my face? He's like on the news with this guy's jumping him up and back of the, the the reporters and on the street. What is it? So all these guys change out of their jammies, but Kirk still looks like he's wearing his... Uh... He's a little informal. Uh-huh. Um, if you go into YouTube, look up uh, Star Trek V new effects, because there are... Uh, one in particular YouTube channel has recreated all these effect shots that make the film larger in scope, and the, the shot oh. goes like pulls out from space, 
into the Enterprise through the window and right up to Spock. And the, it's seamless. And it's just some guy, you know? <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's pretty amazing. That's what I mean. Like, uh, filmmaking back then was a lot different. And right. they, Shatner wanted to do all that stuff. You know, like, it's, you, it just, Paramount went, went crazy just as he described in his book with their red pens and their erasers and just, uh, the effects shot with the, with the first things to go, the effects shots. We'll, we'll, there's many more where that came from. But I mean, yeah, he's talking Spock, about Cyborg. Spock got to direct like a way better movie script wise, you know, and I know it's like kind of like the battle of the, Two stars yep, here star. to direct their their own features, but you know. well, what happened is it's Go called ahead. the favored. I'm sorry, yeah, it's called the favored nations clause. Flavored nation clause. Flavored nation. <laughs> Where whatever Nimoy, whatever Nimoy got, Shatner got, and the other, and vice versa. Whatever. Anytime Shatner got a raise, Nimoy got a raise, and so um, Shatner but, got to direct yeah. one as as like a as part of his contract. So. I feel like Nemo is a better director. I mean, who knows? Disco D was content just being in the movies. He did? (laughs) Yeah. He said, apparently in his book, he wrote, like, I wanted to direct maybe, but after I saw how much trouble these guys had, I said, no way. I said, just give me more scarves. Up my scarf budget. (laughs) (laughs) More scarves and big 70s jewelry, and I'll be happy. Um, I like to point out that this is Shatner's only um, theatrical directing job. He did do a bunch of TV, like he did a bunch of uh, episodes of T.J. Hooker. Oh yeah. Which also, I would I would like to um, recommend going on YouTube again and checking out that MTV Movie Awards thing where he did that skit where it was a takeoff on Seven, where he played <laughs> T.J. Hooker, Captain Kirk, and William host. Shatner, host of Rescue Nine One One. And then that, they find the head in the box, and he's singing "Mr. Tambourine Man." Is that on YouTube? Because I, it is. It was like I was good. like when I saw that, I was like, "This is the funniest thing I've ever seen." Well, you used to just queue up that VHS uh, at your house all the time. Yeah, it was good. It was so fun. Eric, you who, like who are all these people? Oh, this is the <laughs> the first appearance, maybe the only appearance. I don't know. Uh, at least in these movies of the uh, Starfleet Marine Corps. Is that what that is? Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, And I think that was an idea going back to when Roddenberry had some, you know, clout or some Romulan ale and got drunk. Let's have it. Whoa! That's that's such an awful effect right there. (laughs) Roddenberry famously not a fan of this movie. He said it's apocryphal at best. (laughs) At best. He didn't like a lot of the things. I, we we, didn't, we haven't talked about this yet, but apparently there were early drafts of the script had uh, Bones and Spock turning against Kirk, and uh, you know they oh. DeForest Kelly and Leonard Nimoy didn't like that idea, so it ended up the three of them were in it together. But that did add some drama as far as why would they go to the planet later on, which I guess I'm getting ahead, but. Shatner ended up saying that we ended up going to the planet mainly for curiosity's sake. There's really no other stakes involved. Yeah. But originally, John, I want to, I want to say yeah. you did a really good job shooting that Galileo sec, uh, section right there. That, that looked oh, really thank you. good. 
Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. They look real. That's what I'm saying. Do a better job than they did, for sure. Here's Chekhov's highlight right here, pretending to hey, be You Gavin. know what? Chekhov <laughs> in Star Trek Two gets a, a fairly prominent role. Star Trek Four, he does. Like, because yeah. that whole climax part where they have to get him out of the hospital, it's all about Chekhov. And now he gets to be captain of the Enterprise. Yeah. And then in the next movie, it's Sulu, who is actual captain. Ugh, captain Sulu. Makes no sense. There we go. Wow. Before the same action scene. <laughs> ah, there we go. Uh, I would like to point out here at this part. I got to be drunk to watch Uhura and the. What if all these guys were gay? <laughs> what if, or what if, or what if. Uh, human what if, females were the most repulsive thing, and then she's like, "Oh, she's only got two breasts. Well, that cat in there has got three, <laughs> and a tail. Well, and a tail." Although these guys are doing good wearing their masks and social distancing. That's good. That, I know it's true. Those are very, they're very. Uh, they'd be fitting right in around here. They're probably wearing masks because they just want to hide their faces so they can use these extras over and over again. <laughs> this part, like even as a like a kid, I like I was like, well, this we is were, whatever we were, thirteen yeah, years old or whatever. Like, yeah, I was just like, this is this dumb. This was dumb. <laughs> it was thrown out apparently by, funny. by David Lowry as a joke. And then they were like, yeah, that's a good idea. Do it. But where did she get you, those, those? I mean, those do you think Michelle Nichols had to answer questions about this for the at conventions the rest of her life? Yeah. I mean, she's still that's alive. That's not even but, a dance. Look at that. It's just going on her toes. <laughs> dippy, dippy, do. And imagine, like, her uh, offering her to do this. Like, so, Uhura. I have an idea. I know. I mean, like, you, I love when they're the running dress down like, and you can take these yeah. leaves off of a palm tree and dance and sing. Just put on a show. I think she seems pretty excited. I bet she. Yeah, is. no, she's happy. She's like, she's like, look at finally. Hello, some men- boys. Hello. So riding your horses was a big deal for most of the cast and crew here. It, like, they, it's hard. You know, Shatner was into it. Yeah, of course. All he the other guys supports and everything. You want with the horse? Yeah. I do like spot line about cool. hold your horse, Captain. Your horse. <laughs> <laughs> Good social distancing. Good math. Yeah, Spock. It up. Yeah. Yeah. Put your clothes <laughs> back on. <laughs> Wait, <you> come down. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Peter David, did you know that he was the one that wrote the adaptation for this um, DC comic book adaptation for this particular oh, nice. movie? Nice. Nice. Should have asked Good him knowledge. about it. Working on it. Good knowledge, Clay. Like yeah, nice knowledge, bro. And the adaptation in the novel form actually kind of formalized the Klingon language for the first time with this movie. Um, just kind of gave it a bit of a guideline. Fisticuffs. <laughs> these uh, Federation, these Starfleet Marines probably should have taken care of these guys pretty easily. Look at this hug that they're... Oh, there we go. <laughs> it's the thuggy guard from Temple of <laughs> Who also played the guy at the in Raiders, right? Oh, well, yeah. He did. More good social distancing. Everybody's wearing their masks. Yeah, but they're right next to each other. They're fighting. Yeah, but they're going to go inside and wash their hands. You know what I mean? (laughs) You have to handle it in that horse. Hold your horse. 
I wish she was still in her fan dancer outfit there. That really would have made That's me happy. Really outfit, right? That was just her naked. With was she? Like, I mean, she must. Have been I don't know. Those guys were underwear. like, "Is she naked?" But she still, was wearing underwear. She, she's probably wearing a thong. <laughs> it's still real weird, right? Oh, because yeah. oh no, man, yeah. Like she's like maybe 70. he didn't. Maybe she was like, "I've got an idea. I want." She wasn't seventy then. Yeah, huh. she was like in her. They're 50s. pretty old. Eighty something I mean, now. She had a, uh, she had her, um, what you call it, like the gray hair, but she wasn't seventy. All right, no, she was. She was like. I remember 50s. when we saw this, John, as you pointed out. I think Jafaris Kelly was about the age of your grandfather. Yeah, it certainly sounded like it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Disco D. Yeah. Oh, so like in '89, my grandfather would have been. In his seventies, yeah. Well, DeForest right. Kelly died uh, when he was seventy-seven, oh and that was God. ten years later. So he must have been in his he must late have been 60s. sixty-seven. Yeah, right. So everybody's like, when you're a kid, you have no conception of how old people are. Well, that's, but you know what? Too like seventy is. I feel like seventy is a younger. Like if you're seventy now, you're like seventy is the new sixty. It's like a true thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Look at that guy's head yeah. right there. That's a bad prosthetic makeup job there with that guy but yeah no i mean because shatner's like in his 50s here uh nimoy and him were approximately the same age but they just look a lot look nimoy always looked old you know even when he was in his 30s and the original all that smoking right yeah yeah Yeah. and and so did before so did disco d but these (laughs) these um these uniforms don't do them any favors because spock looks real and kind of overweight, and you normally think of Nimoy as tall and thin. Yeah, right. And 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 DeForest Kelly looks real, just frail in this yeah, outfit. Like the only one that like... pulls it off, kind of okay, is Shatner, and he still is like, I'm gonna wear my belt right over my belly button to kind of hide my gut, right. you know? Different <laughs> different shirts, many different yeah. shirts, <laughs> twelve different shirts. He does kind of look like he just woke up right there, but that's okay. There was a, a moment in this movie. Where Shatner was, the sound guy came up to Shatner and said, "Look, far be it for me to tell you what how you do your job, but you're rushing through your scenes and your lines." Oh yeah, yeah. Because you're the director Ooh. and you're under a tight schedule here, yeah, but trying to speed things up. Yeah, and your performance to... is suffering because of it. Yeah, can you imagine that? And he's like, Get criticizing Shatner. Yeah. yeah. Get him it out. It must of be here. hard. It yeah. must be hard. Like. That just made me think how hard it must be that that Thanks. That, how did you enjoy working on Star Trek? How was your last day? <laughs> how was your last day working on Star Trek? <laughs> oh, baby. I'd like to point out that uh David Warner also returned to Star Trek a couple very times. Well, very big. As uh Chancellor oh, wow. Gorkon Gorkin? Gorkon? In Star Trek Six, and then uh, he appeared in a couple episodes of Next Generation. Oh, I did not. Get a good Star Trek actor, and I recycle him. And I know everyone knows him, of course, from our our generation as the uh, guy in Tron, the bad guy from Tron. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but my favorite role of his is that of Bob Cratchit from the uh, George C. Scott uh, Christmas Carol. Oh, there you go. You crumbum. You are such a crumbum. Am I? <laughs> so yeah. If you have such a low opinion of me, why are we sitting here having dinner? 
We were just eating popcorn. It's not, I wouldn't call it dinner. <laughs> Munch. Oh, is that ILM? Or, that looks like ILM. No, it's not ILM because it's just they just, just rotate float in there, not moving. Yeah. Yeah. Another another amazing job, John, on your model. It looks so good. And <laughs> hey, you should. I'm glad that you put. They didn't credit you. It's weird. I know it was weird, but um, here where they keep the ship. In the I actually it, it was. It's not that weird. I actually asked for my name to be removed because the uh, <laughs> effects were so poor. Yeah. Star wipe, star wipe. I'm taking my star name. Wipe, and we're out. <laughs> it's whole like cloaking, decloaking, cloaking. Can't fire when we're cloaked. Yeah, bah, bah, you had your door decloak a little while ago. Heyo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, look, there's the gentleman that plays Chekhov. <laughs> to his this credit, funny Walter scene, Koenig is very, very involved with Star Trek. I mean, writing episodes and writing his own character up. Like, they should have given him one to direct. Yeah, but the episode that he wrote for the animated series is not very good. It's weird. It's fun where there's like, still... like, a, like a humongous Spock in it. And he kept, yeah, I just watched that Infinite Vulcan, but he yeah. also tried to like relive all of his Star Trek days on Babylon Five, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, good on him. Did we watch uh, a bad movie with him and Bruce Campbell in it once? Uh, I don't know, probably. Matt, this part's funny though. I love it. it's like it could take exactly five seconds, an eternity. Like, I <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll give this list. movie some credit. It, maybe. It's sort of lacking in story logic, and the effects work is poor. As Shatner said, we were not well served by our special effects. Um, <laughs> the character interplay is spot on. Absolutely, they had that character down. Interplay. It's almost like like if we could go back, <laughs> if we could have a Snyder cut of Justice League, maybe if we could have a Shatner <laughs> cut of Justice League. Tried, to. He's um, oh, really? the DVD release. He went back to Paramount. To try to pull a, a Robert Wise, and oh. yeah, like the motion effect. picture, yeah. And uh, and Paramount was like, eh, I don't think so. Paramount is a bunch of they're a bunch of dicks. That's Here we go. Anymore, emergency plan B. B, which I you used when you were in a band, a band called, called Plan B. B. We oh, used to put go. that at the beginning of the show. Yeah. <clears throat> I was on Target.com and they have a Paramount Pictures logo that's blue. And I was like, yeah, I should get that just because of, uh, just because, um, you know, of all these Star Trek things. And I was like, that'd be a dumb t-shirt to walk around with the Paramount logo. No, it wouldn't. It'd be awesome if all three of us had it. So whenever we'll ever see each other again, we could just wear them and then go someplace. We'll go get pizza. <laughs> Where we go, oh, yeah, we're just hanging out at the Paramount lot before we came and took well, our flight maybe back. maybe in the parking lot. Yeah. Because pretty soon and have have lunch so um is uh george takei's mole gone from his eye now from his upper eyelid uh that that's a good i don't know yeah i'm pretty sure you got it removed but i could be wrong but it's, he doesn't have it anymore <laughs> now i have to say though that's one of his funniest lines actually it's my first attempt i mean uh, that's one of the funniest hmm. lines in all of star trek lore don't call me tiny it's my first I mean, that's number one that's that's what sulu said the first time he had <laughs> sex <laughs> hey now I love that this is the thing just okay gun it 
Like this yeah. is like their whole their whole plan. Uh, also, this uh, this new Enterprise has a completely different shuttle bay than the uh, refit Enterprise from the motion picture. This one's much smaller. Oh, dude, yeah, I was gonna say. And here's Chekhov's big moment. The guy playing Chekhov. Yeah, that was the guy playing Chekhov. He's like, <clears throat> hurt. I think, is that a, a reused shot from ILM? Definitely. Yeah, but that shot of the Enterprise speeding away is really... Not so good. It looks pretty bad. Like just the way, like, if they just didn't have the, I don't know. It looks so silly. Yeah, like oh, there goes the miss. There goes the torpedo. There goes the Enterprise. Oh, just missed it. Ha, there's ha. no, there's no weight or drama to any of the effect shots. They're all just very, they're flatly lit, and they're just sort of like, okay, fly by the camera. <laughs> you know, they look like they're just sleeping. They're just yeah. all like. Right. Yeah, this is good. Good little rest. And they're Uggs. <laughs> <laughs> Are Uggs still a thing? <laughs> I don't know. Unfortunately, <laughs> I saw the Ugg store getting looted last night on TV. So, yeah, Most people still like it. It's a thing. And people have a lot of free ones, I guess. Stolen. Yeah. I feel like if your brother did a parody of this, like he did Star Trek 3... Cybok would be holding the gun backwards here without not realizing <laughs> that would have been a good one. My brother was probably a little too old for that by this point, but uh, yeah. yeah, he was out he of was... the mad mag magazine phase at that point <laughs> by 1989. I think yeah. everyone, was. I think that's when I lend my mad magazine. There, that shot you can see someone throwing Shatner, you can see a stagehand throwing him. Like on him. the on the on the uh, on the wire, like pushing him into the shot. <laughs> <laughs> I gave my odd. sister, my sister's boyfriend, my cracked and mad magazine because he had inside detention or whatever that is. Like when they suspend you, but you have to go to school. Oh, and like on Saturday anything. or something. Yeah, yeah, and oh, like man. Saturday, like breakfast club detention. I never got him back. <laughs> I gave him like oh. ten cracked and mads. They're probably worth money. Yeah. I would definitely think they would be funny to read like Ronald Reagan uh, cartoons from Mad Magazine from the 80s. Yeah, get a little Don, whatever his name is, that drew those like cartoons with the big beat and stuff. <laughs> what was his name? Oh, damn it. Sorry, everybody. You're going to be well, yelling there's at Mort you. Drucker. That's who I'm thinking of. There's uh, the other guy, Don something. Cheadle. Don Cheadle? Yeah, Don Cheadle. <laughs> no, Don, Don Cheadle. It's interesting. I mean, I know that, like, this is Star Trek, but, like, it's interesting that there's so many crew members there, and he's like, take Bo take McCoy and, and Kirk and Spock to the brig, but I'm going to work on Sulu and, like, yeah. Uhura. Also, it's like, I don't... Just, also, like, my, we've taken over the ship. I think there are, like, five of us here that could fit on, the, <laughs> that could squeeze into the shuttle. Right. With that cord guy, maybe less because he. he <laughs> so there are like three and a half of us here. Yeah. Um, they must have like they must have beamed the rest of them up. Right. It's like this is our ship now. All right. I mean, like we could take you. Maybe you might kill Kirk, but we'll 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 get you by the time. But it's just this is so funny. It's so obvious the way they like. It's like the hierarchy. I can take care of these guys. Those important ones, bring those. <laughs> yeah, I got my work cut out. Yeah. 
Like it's how does Don Cyborg Martin these from movies? Don Martin? Thank you from Mad Magazine. Don Martin, lots well, of good artists like Wally Wood, who is a mentor to uh, you know famous cartoonists, but uh, also like Larry Hama was like his assistant, which is a pretty so cool was, um, fact. Ralph Reese, who uh, lives uh, locally here, who invited oh. me to come down, and I never took him up on the offer because I'm too being oh. awkward. He's still alive. I mean, I suppose I could be like, remember in 2012 when you asked if I wanted to come down and hang out? I remember that story. Mike Lau knows him. I'm like, how do you guys know each other? And he's like, how do you know who he is? I was like, I read all his Choose Your Own Adventure books that he illustrated. This is another great scene because this is what it's about. These are the three, Yeah. you know, like this is the, when he says like, Spock can no longer kill his brother and he can kill you. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a nice... This is what it's all about, these three guys. Do you remember when these uh, Cosby sweaters with leather patches on them were really popular? In my <laughs> yeah. I used yeah. to have one. Well, they come back, apparently, in the 21st <laughs> You had one? Yeah, That's the toilet right there, by the way. That he's, <laughs> I'm serious. It is. I'm not I'm not making a joke. Oh. That's supposed to so be he's the toilet. literally sitting on the dumper. All right. Yeah. Please, Jim. <laughs> Please, Jim. Control your parts. <laughs> you guys know the story of the famous interview between Shatner and Nimoy where apparently he farts like and you can hear it on, like the, the video. Shatner starts or Nimoy? Yeah, like you can hear Shatner farting. Uh it's like a famous thing. It's probably on YouTube. But it's like a real thing that they released. It was just an interview between the two of them. Like a sit down. Wow. A sit down. <laughs> They're old. No, nor I myself. Sure. I do like Farted how they have. Uh, Boston Eagle. I, I like. <laughs> I like how they have like the, um, the courtesy like you're at space dock. Don't take a dump here. Like go, go to the main bathrooms. Like don't be stinking up the joint. <laughs> well, the brig has to have a toilet. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but not while you're at space. Like, there's dock. Shatner's daughter again, still holding the jacket in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, even even Sulu looks dumpy in this. I know these, like when oh, he walked it, like they, they just it does not do them any favors. I think the pants are just yeah. too baggy and weird. Now, what where do you guys fall on the um well they do this with Burnham and Discovery too, but also uh the big thing that people kind of hated was the Spock brother Spock thing. Where do you guys fall yeah. on that? Uh, where do you I guys fall, fall in the I'm fine with it. Uh but I would be more fine with it if they referenced it again, but they just sort of kind of, it's sort of like it was like a one and done right. thing and no one ever brings it up. So Sarek had a little fling? Is that what we're... No, no. It, it, um, doesn't what he say like upon her death he remarried? Oh, okay. All right. Because, yeah, Spock like is... Step I mean, brother, Sarek, Tybok is older. Yeah. This part hey. is, this is the right line, yes. Uh, he did have pointed ears. <laughs> That's a little vague, Spock. That's a, I, I use that one on my wife all the time, and she has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, this is like, they're okay again, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you saw Kirk sitting on the on the hopper. So. Yeah. Once you've I'm gone like, to that level yeah. with people, I mean, yeah, you are. Yes. <laughs> I just said hopper on the John. John. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Not Aspar. Do you think she's like, what's going on? I don't understand. <laughs> like, I mean, don't they know what's going on? 
Oops. And those are next generation hallways, right? Oh yes, they are. Absolutely. Get that nice ceiling light there that they use for bars. <laughs> I like this, but can we beige it up a little? <laughs> Needs All more right, beige. So is is this part of the the, the Spock brother thing? I mean, whatever. But the idea of like. Are, OG Vulcans believed with their hearts and felt with their like they had emotions. Is that all? Is that part of the lore? Well, or is that that apparently, like Vulcans and Romulans used yeah, to be kinda. part of the same place or something like that. Yeah. Oh, good. Which is why they sort of looked similar for a while until the movies came along or the next generation came along and changed the Romulan look. Hello, Christopher. I'm Nero. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's found Sean Connery. <sighs> Sean Connery. Con Connery. Uh, I do want to also point out how Cybok's hair goes many different lengths in this movie. <laughs> well, yeah, he gets like a nice haircut before he go down and meet God. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But even there, it looked kind of shorter. Well, he had 12 different haircuts to match Shatner's. Just to match Shatner's 12 shirts. 12 shirts. And you were talking about a little bit about the uh, JJ verse films, uh, the picture that they use to say goodbye to Spock and uh, and beyond is the publicity shot from oh, yeah. this That's film from this movie. Yeah. Oh, how about that? It's a little vague, Spock. No, I, I thought it was here. very specific. That, no. Hey, that's good knowledge, Clyde. Don't you worry. Are uh, you saying I was wasn't being very? You did specific. good. <laughs> It's kind of funny. Her bones clearly does not know Morse code. What kind of a Starfleet officer is this guy? He doesn't like, know Klingon anatomy or Vulcan anatomy either, but he was always working on Spock. <laughs> what does he know? He knows <laughs> how to get Rob in the nail? Stand <laughs> in the place where you live. Now face. No, no. Stand back. Not stand in the place you live. Think about direction, wonder why you have it. Yes, that's why I wanted to wait before I had a nice meal to talk to them. <laughs> well, I told you to stand, but don't stand. So I don't know what I, I don't know what you want. I want from you. Turbo shaft number three. Yeah, I like this turbo shaft. Nice and smooth. Very long. Turbo comic shaft. <laughs> right. The decking on the Enterprise is wrong in these scenes. When they go up the, the turbo shaft. They're like... Oh! One, <laughs> bam, bam. I mean, I laughed at that. I just laughed like, as hard as Bellinger laughed at the chair. At the chair, Dawn. yeah, but... But there are 21 decks on this Enterprise, not like 75 or whatever. And they're also labeled... Hold on, let me push my glasses up. <laughs> they're also labeled they're by letter, not number. Oh, and they also should be going down because the first level is at the top. And then, you know... They, that was the Spock had to make a map. There. I saw was that the, um, that the numbering is all fucked up in the edit and, uh, and everything on this. But, you know, what can you do? Yeah, I don't Continuity actually. Error. Error. I'm just trying to, just to 
point out a little nerd knowledge for you. Well, I was shooting something for Stacy's burlesque thing the other day, and she kept being like, well, I don't want to do this. I was like, nope, continuity. It has to be the same as the last time we shot the scene. <laughs> Did you ask yeah. you should have her incorporate a fan dance like Uhura's into the show? Uh, you don't know that So, like, they started at 8, they just went by 12, and Bones is already dead. Well, yeah. have you ever now gone up 8 levels? Five. They started at deck 8. Even on stairs sure they... would be would be bad. But well, why not just ladder? take an elevator? What, what <laughs> I don't know. For that? Oh, and you can see the shadow it... of the, the thing holding uh, Nimoy there. Yeah. Huh. Oh, that should be a... That that should be like a screen cap that should be used for the movie where he's like me, oh, you know, and Nimoy <laughs> holding his arms out. It's like adorable. Let's see if I can. Somebody should uh like do a hypercut where they show Luke and Leia uh like swinging across to <laughs> like above their I head. I love Bones' face though. I mean that is so funny. That's great. Powerful boots. Good boy. Right in Sulu's face! Ah, all the marshmallows. Oh, that stuff burns! And also, yeah, Shatner's having gas. <laughs> Shatner's farting. We're literally farting. on 13, like two seconds ago. Stop. They're on now, they're on level stop. <laughs> if you're on gravity boots, you better stop here. That is funny, though. Nobody's burped. I mean, it's funny. They went by 78 like seven times. Like, <laughs> all the numbers are really fucked up. One of the things I did like about this set is in the background, as they get closer to Shakari, you can see the background changing and it becomes more brilliant. And I also remember this was in the, the trailer or the advertising for this movie. He's like, uh-huh. Hostel Four. But uh, there's a lot of bad science in this, where they're you know they go to the center of the galaxy, which would take them a gazillion yeah. years to get through. Apparently, right. in the novelization, uh, Cyborg does something to the warp core to make it be able to breach the Great Barrier. Yeah, they do not explain one whit how two ships are able to make it through the Great Barrier when not one has ever made yeah. it through before. Because it doesn't look like it's really that tough. Just, no, they do nothing to get through it. just fly forward. You know, just go straight. And they're like, oh, geez, you know, this is impossible to get through. And then they make it. And they're like, wow, that was amazing. And then yeah, the they they're like five minutes right. behind them. They're like, right that wasn't behind. that difficult. It would have taken like two lines of dialogue to explain something like that. Just people got scared. I, it reminds me of like Star Trek Beyond where they go through that weird area to get to Whatever that bad guy's name is, crawl in that one. Here's though, this is one of the best scenes in all of these movies, I have to say. Uh, I I love this scene. If this is on TV, I don't care how shitty this movie is not, which is not, but I mean, it's not great. I think we all like it. I think we do. You know what? Here's what I have to say. There are, to me, there are no bad original series movies. There are I, just I, levels of how much I like them. It's like an eating a Domino's pizza. <laughs> yeah. To me, it's the same as Godzilla. I don't feel there are bad Godzilla movies. Right. I enjoy oh, there's them so all. many Godzilla just, movies on uh, the new HBO Max, I found out. Yeah, so, that's what I heard. Of them there. 
the old ones too. Yeah, just old ones with one. my dad, Akira Takarada, in them. Your dad, Akira Takarada. Yeah, that's what I said this is my son. So here, Uhura is finally like, are we gonna do this? Are we gonna do this? Just like Cyborg is gonna convince you to do it with me. <laughs> seems like who doesn't seems like, like a good shoulder rub? Yeah. Uhura is like she's she's got a job. She's, she's, she's a good-looking lady. I mean, yeah, like when she was lady. in her prime, she was like. But even as an older I mean, she woman, she can't really fan dance. But uh, yeah, like Uhura prime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then if you go meet her in the Kelvin verse, she's even hotter. You know, that's what I'm saying. Shit, yeah. But I don't Although know. I do like the green alien. The green alien. Well, I mean, she is a little nice. crazy at this moment. Yeah. But that's because she just hasn't had it in a long time. And she needs a little. She's also God, like, stop. did you wash your hands? Like, why are you putting your fingers in my mouth? Like, we're social distancing here. Put on this mask. It takes all the fun out of it, Clay. Sorry. You got to risk. Just risk the career. Risk is part of our game or business or whatever the that Dorian word risk. is unpronounceable. But let me try. <laughs> <laughs> that part in Men in Black too, where he's at the post office <laughs> with Tommy Lee Jones. He's like, ah. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones is really good at saying those movie. weird things. Actually. <laughs> yeah, Men in Black Three, I feel, never got the attention it deserved. I think it's better. That is one of my favorite movies. I it's love a good that. movie. I saw it like five times in the theater, and I never see a movie more than twice. But what about Men in Black International? I didn't see that. That's Why the hands? Have not Heard seen it, but I've been watching lots of Tessa Thompson because she's on uh, Westworld, and I like think she's kind of a bad actress. Really, like a poor that. actress. Ew. I love this. The background just changes. So, like, yeah, all this stuff is practical. How can these guys see what Bones is? Well, well, like Cyborg is sort of like throwing out, you know, like also in. Um, the animated series, Spock would do those mind melts across. Okay. He, he, like through yeah. space, and essentially, I, I think that's what Cyborg. I'm, I'm, a, I'm getting my no prize here. It's essentially like, what Cyborg is doing. He, he's yes. mind meld with McCoy, but he's like also like put his like antenna signal up to the other two, and they can, uh, right. they can tune and in. And there's, there's Very probably well. still a little bit of Spock residual inside of him. Yeah. He's so, still. Bill Quinn in one Bill of his Quinn. last roles, playing Bones is dead. Like, like Bones really did kill him here. He was like, "Look, it's time to <laughs> the old man." I mean, I know he never liked the same. disco, but I was really into it. <laughs> Look at me now; I'm alive, and you're dead. But yeah, this is uh, DeForest Kelly's shining moment as an actor. Like I mean, everything this... about this is—it's painful having. Having had to watch my own father essentially go through most of this, we didn't turn off, we didn't pull the plug, but to see someone this frail at the end of their life, oh, uh, yeah. this really resonates with me. As, but if you were a doctor, imagine, right? I mean, like, yeah. it, you can't save, yeah, the life of this person. Yeah. Well, the the tragedy is, is that like, he 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 was like, I can't. All right, I don't want to see you be in pain anymore. And as he mm -hmm. said, to preserve his dignity. And then, like a half hour after he did it, they 
they they ran into the room and they're like, "Look, we got a cure for your dad. We can administer." Oh, uh, I don't know if it was a half hour. Or was it? It's not. I'm, a, you know. <laughs> He said, "Not long after is what yeah. he said." <laughs> like five minutes, like thirty seconds later, they ran oh, in with the cure. Oh, you did that! You put the VCR <laughs> tape in there and killed them. <laughs> the but even, but is is like it, he's just like, uh, look, at, I'm done. I, I hurt. I got tears in my eyes. It's powerful. Okay. Guys, telling him, please. I mean, like it's yeah, it's powerful indeed. You want to be able to, you know, you want a little dignity. You know? I mean, the lighting is actually really good there, too. Yeah, no, it's cinematography. The production it, of this movie, it's a pretty good-looking movie. I, I actually oh, like, like their shot. His direction, his direction and, his, and his, um, the way he sets up a shot, they're, they're, they're nice. Like, he moves the camera around a lot, and, and he picks his shots well. There's that shot of, like, the side of... Uh, the guy that plays Chekhov's face, and Scotty in the background. <laughs> you know, that was a well played shot. He did the best he could yeah. with what he had. You know, like they really just cut his nuts off. It's, as I said. Yeah, as we saw. As we as we saw in that first scene. No, yes, no. <laughs> He's asking if he likes Italian. No, yeah, no, yes, no. All right, I'm going for a refill now. I'm already on. I'm almost done well, with my. I'm on, I'm on my. It's, I'm on two and a half. I just didn't feel there was enough alcohol in here, and I haven't said enough stupid things yet, so I needed to drink some. <laughs> We're getting to the frozen God coffee. Yeah. I had a large Dunkin' Donuts frozen coffee. I had a large Macacacchio. That I had to walk into the drive-through window because they like locked the door on me when I walked over there. So I'm standing there like an idiot behind a car with a car behind me. And oh, I, I've had like, to do that at like a you know like, a drive up ATM you know when yeah <laughs> you feel really like Larry dumb. David but they wouldn't yeah it, you feel really dumb I was like oh, I'm trying to just do no contact pickup you like make me walk to the fucking drive through window Ugh. social all right so on a little first of all this woman looks exactly like the Romulan woman like that was in the other scene oh right like, yeah. No, no, that woman's Asian. This woman's um, uh, she's African American, or she's right. African um, Romulan. Now you got African Romulan. <laughs> now you got, you're gonna get me in trouble here. But how do you witness someone else's birth? I mean, like your own birth, and you're well, standing again. The it's like Cyborg is the master. It's okay. based in the data. Okay. Yeah. But how does? Is this just a metaphorical? Because so human, yes. No, okay, it's not entirely metaphorical because he says, "I believe we're witnessing my birth." So oh, how does Spock know what happened at his birth? Well, now he knows. It's okay. <laughs> so I guess it is sort of metaphorical in a way. Like Sarek's his whole life sort of pushed on him. Yeah, that look, you watch so Journey cool. to Babel. Spock and Sarek haven't spoken in a long time because uh, Sarek did not approve of Spock's choice to go into Starfleet. I know. It doesn't matter. Here it is. Here it is. Derson's favorite part. He says this all the time. No. (laughs) This is Shatner's best. He's a Shatner in the East. (laughs) 
as I said, I want to do the whole podcast about Shatner and call it ham and cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Wave a magic wand. Lose them, lose ourselves. I mean, I love that. Uh, oh, I just knocked, almost knocked over my microphone. I was so damn. excited. I think I'm like a second or two behind you. Oh. Yeah, me too. Probably. Well, I'm just... Three, two, yeah. one, chord. Start from the beginning. <laughs> Let's go back to the beginning. <laughs> I might tell be the story about how my dad said the thing about our TV in Star Trek 3. <laughs> well, you're right, though. There's the blue, the background. Yeah. That's the Great Barrier, which isn't really that great. It's like, more like the fly right through it. It's, it's, yeah, it's how would really anyone even care about or notice that? Really, I mean, you know what I mean. It's not like really. A... That's all like rear screen. It's again. cool. They're not filming in front of a blue screen, which I always thought that rear screen stuff looked a little better because you didn't get those matte lines around the people or objects. Matte lines. Matte Matt lines. lines. Matte lines. I love how Bones is kind of like, well, I really wanted to go with you, but now I kind of feel pressured to stay yeah. here with Just these two. Nice mm-hmm. All over right. again. But the, okay, <laughs> so let's go back to Spock's birth for a second. Do you think it's like Kelix on Hold on, let me on find. Krypton, like where <laughs> like they had like video tape of his birth, and then like Cyborg remembered it and then played it. Yeah, back? no, off screen you couldn't see there was someone filming it, and Spock had watched it a bunch of times, so that's how he had seen it before. Maybe, maybe someone was there with their their VHS yeah. camera. To Pong, okay, push, push. Pong was off to the left filming and you just couldn't see it you know that Kelix was 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 recording that on krypton that's when superman that's was. not ilm by the way that is definitely i don't not remember ILM. it being green i feel like they touched this up a little bit they did it for you no they would never touch it up because they were like no star trek 5 as is not going to do anything to it good job john once again thank you, thank you. nailed <laughs> thank it you there so is that the thing? The danger is an illusion? Is that basically... Is that, is that why no ship yeah. has ever come yeah, back? Yeah. It's, it, I, it, I think that's all they, the biggest explanation you're going to get is that, <laughs> that like people got scared. This shot, even like <laughs> not Uncrusting, is so bad. It's so bad. It's not good at all. Just, oh, it's really bad. So that's like a, like chemicals in a water thing. Like yeah. Basically a fish tank, I guess. Yeah. It's just terrible. Uh, let's get some more fluorescent bulbs to lock them in with. I'll just shake the Oh, my God. Yeah, it looks like it's the camera. You know what's saving this, though, is the awesome Jerry Goldsmith music. Like, he brings right. back his uh, his Klingon theme from the first movie, but, like, amps it up so that it's, like, more primal and less, like, but it doesn't look any different than like the Wizard of Oz, you know. It's like, which was in like 1930. Yeah, so, right. Like... Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Hey, we made that it. Was it. That was like we just like... just we saw some some lightning, which you know I've seen before. And they uh, those... throwing a couple of those red shirts around, you know. Yeah. What I mean, like, oh! yeah. they really they it needed to be more of a thing. But again, you got your budget constraints. Yeah. And the guy that was doing the effects didn't know what he was doing. You know, Made commercials so. and altered beasts or whatever. Altered, altered states. states. Altered Why would? And the okay. 
So, but why would God necessarily be in our galaxy and not in the middle of like the universe somewhere? Well, well also, we also the thing with Shatner's original script is that they were going to go find God, but find Satan. And mm. by extension, since Satan exists, God exists. Our buddy Harv Bennett was like, you know, you could sum up your story of this movie in a TV guide thing. It just sounds like an episode of the show. The crew, of the Enterprise, goes in search of God. He he had some real problems with the story, and that's why they changed things around. So it was like not a real God. It's not God. It's just yeah. a, a a guy that got locked just up Santa. on this. Just Santa that got locked up on this planet, and like you know, they also thought that like. Oh, it's too deep. It's too much with God and the devil. And like, you Ron know, had already done a uh, a script that was rejected by Paramount about like they find Jesus Christ or something, and then whatever uh, you know, one of the one of the scripts that got aborted back when they were trying <clears throat> to get the picture going. What they should have done was had George right. Burns be God and the devil. <laughs> yes. yes. Tied this into yeah. oh God. You devil. Oh, God, you devil. Yes. Yeah. It would have been hilarious if they go down there and George Burns is sitting there <laughs> like, with a cigar. Yeah. Like, hey, what do you, what, hey, what do you, what do you got here? Family. What are you doing here? That's not the way George Burns talk. <laughs> it is in this movie. This smokeless ashtray. Yeah. Yeah, let me tell you something. I'm going to do my, my, best, my best George Burns for you. He kind of had a, I guess he had a more of a gravelly. Do you guys of, remember yeah. his smokeless ashtray? Like in oh. Gremlins, yeah. no, wasn't like, that one of the things? Right? It was like oh yeah, that's right. So here's Cyborg with his nice. He yeah, went to the barber gets, before yeah. we stopped off uh, before he got on the ship. Because I, I think his beard is trimmed even. You no, know, like look. If you were gonna go meet God, no. Yeah, but how do they have time to do this? They got plenty of time. It's the future. He probably oh, walked into probably walked some into sort some of, sort of like pod George thing, thing and was like, like give me, George give Jetson me the uh, yeah, and it was just like so two, it takes like two seconds. Yeah, or I, I kind of hope it's like a Bugs Bunny thing where like two hands on the robot arms like put a towel around him and then pick up his yeah, nose and then and they, shave there's, there's like a brush with the shaving cream and they put it around yeah. his beard. They kind of <laughs> I wanted to be in Thor like in Thor Ragnarok, which Stan Lee comes up and cuts your hair. Oh, yeah. Please, sir, don't cut my head. There's good Looney Tunes on HBO Max, too. There's new oh, ones. Wait a minute. Sponsored by HBO Max, this podcast. I'm just saying, <laughs> there's good stuff on there. Don't sleep on it. Well, I'm not paying money. That's for sure. No, I already have it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Let's not talk about HBO now, but I'm very confused. They have HBO Go, HBO Max, HBO Now. What the fuck is going on with these guys? The HBO Now went huh? away. It's HBO now huh? and go. <laughs> they, decided, they decided not to take the Galileo here. Yeah, well, the Galileo got the, the shit instead. You can't take the Galileo. It all got beat up. Oh, that's right. Magneto seat. Yeah, drink three. Like we've only got like twenty minutes left here. Let's get to it. Well, I this can have two was more. Over, this movie was over. I gotta have the whole four pack. Yeah. This I movie. wanted to know. I'm drinking one of my favorite beers, by the way, for this one. I I bought. I went out and got Fiddlehead. One of my favorite beers. Excellent. Just for I you. say the four pack. I thought it maybe can, might be like. I'm drinking the same thing that I always drink, which is vodka. 
with something else, right? With like, something. Oh. Tonight it's with crystal light because you know, uh, in you these times, in I don't, I don't, I, I can't believe just in run crystal to the light because I believe in me. Yeah, what's her face? Uh, that's married to Yanni used to do the ads. <laughs> we really got. Have... <laughs> so this is actually real. Like some of this, this is either. Um, some of this yeah. is on location. Yeah, most of this this part here is on location, yeah. and they just use like a you know like a purple gel here to do it. But um, the thing Nimoy said about this scene was that like they had to kind of slide down the thing, kind of run and slide. And he's like, I was really worried about Disco D, you know, because it's kind of a frail little dude. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Shatner calls action, and D is like right past all of them, you know. <laughs> he said he had a really good time with all the physical stuff in this yeah. movie. Actually, made him feel good. Uh, Nimoy also said the difference between a Shatner-directed film and a Nimoy-directed film is that in a Shatner film, there's a whole lot of more running and jumping. Yes, he did. Look at, uh, there's his daughter again with her like big up lumberjack folded over her arms, but behind yeah. the chair there, <laughs> can't see it. I mean, that's kind of a neat shot right there. It's a good shot. All the way into the thing, and then like, oh, like it's sponsored by. (laughs) Yeah. Here they go. Uh, The uh, cinematographer, uh, whom I had mentioned earlier, actually, I didn't mention him by name. Was it Laszlo? Yeah, Laszlo. Yes. Uh, Not Laszlo from what we do in the shadows. Oh. Oh. Uh, talked about how he didn't really enjoy working on location because uh, he at once at one point to, to Shatner he's like this is madness you know about <laughs> all the shit they were doing and also was complaining about the amount of rattlesnakes in the desert holy Ew. shit <laughs> they no. were not getting paid enough to deal with that yeah. no That's snakes right. no heights in my movies and there was the of course there's the watch out for snakes tours that uh that Mystery Science Theater did a few years ago when they did the live show, which that's right. like the famous thing from that episode is they kept going, watch out for snakes. It's a good episode. It's got Jaws from uh, James Bond. I, I kind of like this moment here too, where Kirk is like, uh, Kirk yeah. Enterprise, I'm, yeah. I'm stick of this too. So like, <laughs> um, yeah. Caught in a blizzard. Yeah, like he doesn't know. <laughs> like there's, yeah. And Bones is like, there's nothing like, Don't hair. look at me. I Why just don't they just go disco back? Ball. Yeah. Poor Cybok. He looks a little... Cybok is originally like a bad dude. So it's kind of yeah. nice that he has... Like, they, they gave him more layers. Apparently some yeah. of the delays caused them to go like, okay, let's give, let's give Cybok some more layers here. Also, uh, in the delays, that uh, Shatner was a little annoyed at uh, Lowry for for changing some stuff in the story. But I guess Bennett was on his side and was like, no, 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 let's keep that. There are a lot of compromises. Shatner was like, ah, in retrospect, I kind of wish we had kept Spock and McCoy against Kirk, and I wish we had done this, right. and we wish we had done that. Yeah, yeah. well, I one of the things, it gave them a reason. Like, yeah. Now, that literally, and they're down there for curiosity. Yeah. And these rocks coming up out of the thing, it's like, let's let's slowly move out of the way. Um, yeah, rock man. In a thought. Should we talk about Rockman? Yeah, let's talk about Rockman. There were supposed to be six Rockman coming up here. And then it became three, and then it became one, and then it looked looked like a guy in a rubber suit when they watched the daily. I was watching the footage of the Rockman, 
uh, before we before we uh, signed on here. And it's not as terrible as they make it out to be. I'm like, it looks, you know, it looks fine for the but time. But apparently it also kind of broke. Oh, well, like then. The last yeah. day of shooting. Sort of pulled a, uh, a shark from Jaws kind of thing uh, in there. But there were literally guys had to smoke a cigarette and puff yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? That's, this, is what it, this is what it was. Peter David's comic has the, uh, the yeah, has as the, it the should have been filmed, deleted yeah. scenes. Because they were going by the, the, the earlier draft of the script. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. And I also saw the, uh, a couple of the panels from it where, where it's like man. takes on many forms. The illustration was quite nice. Rockman. <laughs> my own junk. Looks like they're in a pool area right here. Unless yeah, like a yeah. YMCA pool in front of them. There is no pee in our ool. Please keep it that way. <laughs> That shot's okay with the Enterprise. That's the only. Yeah, that's good not too bad. Enterprise. But it's like literally one second. Yeah. So you don't really get to see like any lameness. And they use like a giant light here that just cast one shadow on them that they called the big fucking light. <laughs> BFL. Yeah. <laughs> All the gods. Yeah, there was the Hulk. There's Jesus. There's um Steve. There's Wendy. Steve, and there's Santa. And Santa. No. Santa's got a big nose. The knights would say me. (laughs) (laughs) With a shrubbery. (laughs) Roger the shrubber. Anytime someone talks about a roofer, I want to call him Roger the roofer. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty weird. It is I, Durson. (laughs) <laughs> you insolent uh, fools <laughs> can inside jokes floor? sorry you can hear my floor creak every time I move no I don't hear it okay good look at how like scruffy Spock's like knees are there Spock's got scruffy knees well I, I guess <laughs> we're going down that hill but like it's all like yeah you get a little like, dirty dusty yeah. dirty but DeForest Kelly's knees aren't dirty. No, because he's like Shut a dude. Down. He's like, he's got scruffy shoulders. He ran right by him. And this part, I remember, got a laugh in the, the, the cinema. Excuse he's me. like, excuse me. It's, so, I mean, like this is completely not what Shatner wanted. Obviously, we know this now by now. But, like, he wanted, like, God and devil and blah, blah, yeah. all this stuff. Yeah, it's going to be a whole thing. Gracie. <laughs> Don't you know? Aren't you gone? Yes, he no, it would George Burns would have tied in with Star Trek Four with George and Gracie. Clay, you are a genius. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I was Full totally thinking that too. But I mean sure. I think this is good. You, you do ask the Almighty for his ID, right? Oh yeah. and then, and then he shoots out really lame effects at you. Yeah. But I mean, it's, you know, I mean, you should... this needs to get updated. I haven't gotten to the DMV yet. <laughs> but it should still work for me to just get in. I won't drink. 
Oh, I, I, but they don't even show Spock get shot. Yeah, like, he, it's just, like, he gets shot in the shoulder. I remember we were saying, like, oh, my God, you better not shoot bones. You'll just, you'll just, like, <laughs> it's, 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 so old and frail. Because that'd be like, shoot my grandfather. <laughs> then a half hour later, they have a cure for shooting your grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Like he's clearly just standing in front of a screen, like yeah. a like it's a not light, like, not even like good. a real movie screen, probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like it's like, like it's hey, it's like this was shot at the the premiere. <laughs> <laughs> we had some last minute edits. You guys are going to be part of the experience. <laughs> <laughs> We're still making this movie. So remember, I wanted to start. I wanted to start my uh, my Star Trek podcast that was called "What Does God Want with a Starship." That's right. That's right. Be your name. Well, we're the name of your now, name. I guess. But now it's called Shatner Ham and Cheese. And but really, it's called <laughs> "I'm Trying to Enjoy the Film." But <laughs> yeah, so quit interrupting us. We're trying to enjoy the film while you have all these podcast ideas. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Bring me the ship, Roger Stryker. Yeah, see, like he's he's talking to he's talking to long haired uh, cyborg. Right. Pre- That's cyborg. old me. That's yeah. old me. That's the this way I used to. This is a little bit. This is a little bit original series, like when they had like the giant hand and like I the big the floating hand. Apollo head. Right. Yeah. It's kind of a little bit like that. I hate the Apollo thing, but I love the giant hand. That episode is ridiculously they fantastic. They snuck that into, I think, the credits of Beyond. I think it's in the credits. Yeah, he mentioned no, no. The Scotty mentions it where where like the the ship disappeared, and he's like, "This, this, this, a giant green hand." But they show it. They show one. They have like a CGI one while in the Enterprise fly by it. Yeah, that's a nice moment for Star Trek for a cyborg. Oh, si- yeah. Like, oh, you're a pain. Trying to enjoy like the film. There's is trying to enjoy the film. I'm sorry, I went Beyond. back to the film while you guys yeah, are talking we were... about another film. Yeah, we were talking about another good Trek film. Another or a... oh, there's another bad Enterprise shot that looks like a model right there. That's not my model that they used on that one. Mine looks better. <laughs> no, no, that was not <laughs> yours. You can tell. You can that was tell. like a smaller scale one. So at this part, they were supposed to be chased around by shapeshifting, uh, whatever this. What is he? The God of Shocker? What is he? In this? They don't. Yeah, they don't. They, know they don't it. give him a name, right? Fake God. Fake yeah. God. Um, so we'll call him Gary for now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gary they were going to be God. followed around by Gary shapeshifting, but it like the effects just weren't working. That you only get like a couple brief shots instead. You get Shatner running, and then off-screen lasers shoot at him. Yeah, like, it's not... I do... It's, I feel for him. I really yeah. do. Look at, I directed kind of the interesting. poorly budgeted Durst and the Firestarter. I know what it's like. Yeah. You're kind <laughs> yeah, of like on the cusp of a yeah. lot of computer-generated stuff starting to happen, and a lot of practical effects. And granted, this is the fifth of the Star Trek movies, but still, I mean... It was uh, budgeted at, like around the same as Star Trek 4, which didn't have nearly as many effect shots in it. Yeah. And also, didn't they go down a bunch of steep hills, but then they were running back to a flat <laughs> plane here to get back to the... Uh... 
it just shuttle. it's just too bad. I mean, th- this scene especially, or these last like ten minutes of the movie, definitely like just suffered the most yeah. Yeah. when it came to cutting the budget. And it it is sad. Like, and they, they would like they wouldn't budge, and maybe Shatner wouldn't budge shit. A little. I don't think whatever but, he would have said. Budget. No, we're looking for Enterprise. Oh, I feel oh, so stupid. I'm so stupid. <laughs> Early Daily Show reference. Yeah, that's pretty funny right there. I love that. I love Bones phasing out. Going, yeah. just a damn, wait just a damn minute. <laughs> and is it the same shot from earlier? Ah. The inside oh, of the my. shuttle looks way cooler than it did on the original <laughs> series. Where they just have like round stools. <laughs> it literally like, looks like John things. shot that in his in his living room i would have done better than that uh yeah the original galileo uh uh model like set piece that they used in the series was built by the model company atm uh oh i I mean amt like my automatic teller machine yep sml no amt automatic machine teller um (laughs) Uh, for it, so instead of like having to pay for the license, they said if you make us like a full size mock up of the shuttle, you can have the license Go ahead to build and make the Star it, Trek yeah. shuttle. Uh, they didn't make it actually full size; it's like three quarter size, but uh, that's close enough, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty good. They, they got a good deal out of it, and toys. and the shuttle has since been restored and is on display, I think, in, in a museum in Dallas. I might be mistaken, but How about I that? think that's it. So, drop a little knowledge on you, even if it's not right. You know what? I know that that is right because it came up in my YouTube. It was like somebody was like, "I'm doing a tour of the Galileo." It might be, um, it might be a, a fellow modeler who I used to post on. It might be uh, Boyd Crompton who uh, runs a channel called Trekworks. Oh, a little channel. name dropping. Ooh. He's a good man. Uh, he's well, I watched nice his video, video and it was quite good. So. Kudos. I love the uh, little Spock emotion back there. Damn you, sir. Yeah. You little try. Like, you know. Live long and fuck off. The, you son the of a bitch. And he's like, damn you, you Trying to enjoy the film. See, we were seeing, we were seeing <laughs> rock men here and stuff, but instead we get you know, shit. Uh, it's so funny, really. There were six rock men, then there were three, and then there was one, and there was none. I mean, like, yeah. it's so awful. And then there were so none. Sad. But all oh, it takes is a blast from a, a, a photon torpedo or whatever. And then just, beep, beep. by God. Yeah. yeah. By God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean that. It's a joke. By God, man. Drilling holes in his head isn't the answer. I love that Kirk never doesn't say Klingon bastards. Yeah. It's always. <laughs> I have I have a little bit of an issue between this movie and Star Trek Six, where uh, they're hanging out. He's like, I'd never thought I'd be drinking with a Klingon, and then the next movie, they're like, we're drinking with Klingons, and they're fucking assholes. I know they're they really killed Kirk's upset. son. Still upset about that. They yeah. never get over it. But it doesn't make any sense. I thought we were all good with Klingons after this movie, and then all of a sudden, Kirk is a prejudiced son of a bitch. He's a racist asshole <laughs> in Trek Whoa. Six. Which will reflect our current times. I think next- Kirk is True. less of a racist asshole than some of the other. You know. Yeah, they're timing these now. perfectly. Yeah, we are. Hey, fact, yeah, right. uh, and, in, and in fact, if you watch the original series, when like Kirk is like, oh, look, 
we left that racism shit way back. But you know, they're like <laughs> the last racism like, was in twenty twenty. I, I, I think but it's then, that. I think it's the one with the hand and Abraham Lincoln comes on the the bridge and he's like a Negro on the thing and a woman and they're like, whoa, back yeah, the fuck yeah. up, Lincoln. That, uh, she's that's a crew a member. Season and three cool. and that's uh that's a little cringy. That's yeah. tough to watch, but it, I mean, it's so good. <laughs> it went but, faster but, than we thought. But yeah, but then Kirk is just sort of like, hey, look at shit is cool with us. Everyone's good. No one, you know. That shit doesn't exist anymore. But then, but here we go. Two and guys. A couple years arguing. later, Kirk like Klingons suck, and I I wish they'd all die. But I love here. this. This part's great. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I feel like John. The char- that's another line that John says to me. <laughs> <laughs> the characters in this movie. The characters in this movie are all spot on it's just uh it's just that there was a lot of uh, there were a lot yeah, of compromises a lot of horror yeah oh, wait speaking of scotty and his whiskey just call it scotch i don't i don't get it like and you don't put scotch in a flask come on man but i'd be drinking with a klingon but i'm just gonna walk over here after that awkward exchange i'm not gonna drink with them we're going to drink with you uhura Look, nah, why David don't we find Warner. our way into this little closet yeah. over here like, look at, come on, we all know Sulu is like. Right, he's not into her muscles. Yeah. He's into his muscles. <laughs> <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with No, I'm not. No, I'm not saying anything wrong with it, obviously. So here's where you sort of get the moral of the picture where it's. Uh, get out of here, you crazy Klingons. Yeah, that's the moral of the picture. Get out of here, you crazy Klingon. The moral of the picture. <laughs> the moral of the picture is God exists inside all of us. Right. And uh, right. and we're family. And uh, it's well, all that... about loving each other and being cool. Right. Until the next movie, when it's not. Where we hate Klingons. I, I, don't, I don't think I have a... About the cold we'll talk war. about it next week, I guess. But I don't have a huge problem with it. Like... Like you, do. it's just a weird character shift from for nah, Kirk. I don't think it's that big a deal. I don't think Kirk forgives Klingons ever. For well, he seems to be okay here. He's hosting a party. Yeah, he has two Klingons here, or like three Klingons. It's his it's job. It's his job. He's being diplomatic. I, he's not talking to them. He's talking to his buddies here, who yeah, are he white. Do it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, what what do uh, what does uh, toilet paper and um, the Enterprise have in common? Captain's log? No, they cir- they circle Uranus and search for Cleons. <laughs> no, uh, they circled Kirk's butthole or something. No, it? Uranus. That's oh, the right. joke. I know. Kirk's I remember butthole. the joke. Get it, Uranus. I get it. Now, if I don't he'd like had a this sweatshirt that doesn't have a hood, McCoy I mean, looks like... <laughs> <laughs> a sweatshirt that have a hood. Yeah, what's the point what of a sweatshirt without a hood? You know. What if you I had mean, the sweatshirt have... with the Paramount uh, with the Paramount Mountain on it? The Blue Mountain. It would just bring make me that. back to the time that... TeePublic.com yeah. yeah. I would like to point out that I've been watching this with the um, with the text commentary and I haven't made... Matt Painting, uh, I haven't made a single reference to... No, I, I thought like, oh, John's going to have all kinds of knowledge. 
I've just watched and the captures like I usually do because yeah. I can't really listen to it and talk to you guys. I know the movie so well. I don't need to. I don't need to watch it with captions. Captions. This movie played so many times on HBO. It might be on HBO Max. For all it's we not. Know. It's not it's on, on there. Epix. That's what I watched it on. Epixis was the name of that woman. Ooh, and her name is Vice Williams. I love it. Oh, God, in quotes. Humans. These people played human. Our Bennett played human. Oh. That's how you spell Hi, John John, the Martian Manhunter. Jahan. Jahan. Bruce Wayne Campbell. I like that. Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne Campbell? Or Air Randall. That. Air Nikes. Air Randall. But look at Bert Skip Burnham. Is that like related to Michael Burnham? When your name is Skip as an adult, just just leave that out of there. Just, just don't put that. Oh, let's not just put Our Skip. Friend. Don't have yeah. Bert. Don't have Bert. Just say Skip Burnham. Lean hey, into Bert. it. Okay, Bert. Lean into it. <laughs> <laughs> Dottie Shepard. Dottie. West Don and Jeff Don. I wonder if they're related. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, let's do the now. Thing. I'm always... at Dottie Shepherd. Let's all go to the bathroom now. Let's all go to the bathroom. Uh, no, let's all do the thing that we talk about. What do we like this movie? Final thoughts, etc. Oh, no, yeah. Springer's final thoughts, Springer's and I mean Springer, thoughts. Transformer, Springer, Richard Snow, Springer. <laughs> uh, Clay for Jay. Give us, give us your your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, of course, I like this movie. I, I once again, it's gonna be till I think generations before I get to where I remember I was going to actually see this movie at the movie theater. Um, I don't remember seeing this at the movies, but I remember it being always on cable. I was what nineteen eighty nine. I was fourteen years old, thirteen to fourteen years old, just a budding Star Trek fan. But uh, yeah, I watched it every time it was on TV. Loved it. Didn't realize till I got way deep in the Star Trek and nerddom that people are like, oh my god, that movie sucks. Because, uh, you know, I just watched it and it's great. It's yeah. fun. All right, Mr. Derson, your thoughts? Yeah, it's a, it's a fun movie. I mean, like, of course. It's sort of like a Smokey and the Bandit kind of a way. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I watch this movie when it's on TV because it's fun. It's not good. I know it's not that good. I agree with Clay a little bit, though. I think when I saw it, I don't remember when you and I saw it. Did we walk out of the theater going, man, that, no, we no, didn't. No, no, we didn't. No, no, I think we enjoyed it. The, the theater, the audience we saw it with enjoyed it. And also, I'd like to point out that this, the first weekend of this, this film's release, outgrossed The Voyage Home. Right. It was just but then after it had, that. Then had a, and it had like a massive drop-off immediately well, after. Well, yeah, as Shatner put it, uh, like, for the first four movies, there was no other Star Trek, so Star Trek fans needed something, yeah. and this was like yeah. their Thanksgiving <laughs> turkey. Yeah. And then they had been watching Next Generation now for like a, two years, and yeah, they had been getting turkey every week, as he yeah. put it. So they just weren't as into it. It had the law, the shortest, I should say, theatrical run, yes, of any of the Star Trek movies. So like, but that doesn't. I mean, overall, it's fine. But I remember going to conventions, Matt paintings. And they were like, this is, the, uh, this is like, we're going to do the re-edit or we're going to do like the 
the mystery science theater like people were selling their own like mystery science theater versions of like making fun of this movie and stuff it's like oh come on it's not that bad i mean like it's not that bad <laughs> no it's not like there are a couple things a couple tweaks you'd redo some of the effects but jack throw, daniels is... <laughs> yeah you, you throw in a couple of shatner's original ideas you've got a decent film right. um uh, did I cut off your, your final thoughts? No, that was it. I mean, I'm done. Because I, 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 I have feel an, that... uh, I have an 80s joke that I, if we're getting into 1989, I have to tell it now. Yeah, go Because uh, I was watching S- Silver Spoons once, and he was making a fake phone call where he was the president to the Russian president. And he said, hey, Yuri, why don't you go on to a cliff and drop off? It was a Yuri and drop off uh, joke. <laughs> Hey, Yuri, right. why don't you go to a cliff and, and thank, pop off? Thank you for that 80s joke. I had to get that out. <laughs> I had to get it out. All right, John Hud, what is your take on this? Uh, I'm going to say I actually enjoy this film more than Voyage Home. Uh, oh, my God. That's well, like it's, it's one of those things that uh, I'm like, I know Voyage Home is a better film, but I have more fun with this film because I like yeah having starships and i like having like kirk running around doing stuff and shooting things and uh that sort of thing um i have i have fun with this movie despite its flaws which there are many uh i think uh, i think a few things if you could tweak it and uh and correct some stuff it would it would have been considered a classic despite the fact that i think the premise is not very good go in search of god but (laughs) You know, I it's like it's like a mixed feeling thing. I I love right. it despite the despite its 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 flaws. I guess that's the best way I can I can describe it. I don't think it's terrible, uh, and I don't I certainly don't think it's the worst movie of Star Trek. That one goes to Insurrection. I can't yeah. sit through that because it's so it, fucking terrible. <laughs> it kind is kind of awesome. having these guys it's have such the... a heart. It's hard watch, man. The, the, I haven't the camp, watched Insurrection. The camping. It's it so bad. I tried watching I, it like four years ago. I'm like, I can't do it. Yes, Clay. Oh. Sorry. I, I was just going to say like the, the, the camping scenes and everything. Like when you see them, like I remember when I first saw this, I was like, and they were like camping and they were like on earth and stuff. Like I thought that was really awesome when I like first saw it. I was like, this is really cool. It really kind of identified with them. It was like, wow, it's cool. They can go camping, but they have space boots when they do it. So they can go rock the, climbing. The audience you know I mean? erupted in laughter when Kirk said, bourbons and beans, an explosive combination. Despite the <laughs> fact that they're drinking whiskey, not bourbon. But whatever. Well, I mean, I guess, yeah. We don't want to get Bourbon into is the... whiskey. Bourbon is from And Scotch is whiskey. Yeah. Uh, it, if it's from Tennessee, it's bourbon. It's, it's a whole thing. I'm sorry. I know you only yeah. drink vodka. But, yeah, well, I'm I'm like limited in what I can have. So. Right, I know. Is, no, uh, no, I know. The Perfect. umbrella. If you, get, if you ever get some sort of cure for that, you should drink some bourbon because it's amazing. But uh, <laughs> no, but it's, Creek. it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Alcohol is complicated. We should just do a whole alcohol co- uh, podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that would be that would go well. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, cool. But, uh, <laughs> Thanks, guys. No, I think you're no, right. No, actually, I, with a few of Shat- I, even a few of Shatner's oh, ideas. Oh, you know what? Um, bourbon, I, I can have it. I just looked it up. Oh, 
Well, let's do it next time. Let's, right now. What are you doing? Well, the, I'm going to have to call and order it. I've had a few. I've had a few already, so I can't drive. Yeah. But we'll just we'll figure it out. I just can't drive anyway because uh, I lost my license. You know. I mean, okay. I literally lost it. I don't know where I put it. <laughs> you don't ask the Almighty for his ID. <laughs> you don't That's ask the say. other for his Next ID. Next time I walk into a liquor store. Next time you get like, pulled you over. You don't ask the Almighty for their ID. <laughs> I walk into a club. I'll be like, you don't ask the Almighty for their ID. And they'd be like, well. How You're like, hey, I'm up? fucking. 50,000 years old. For I bet that if somebody actually did get that joke, they would let you in. That's like, <laughs> you, you got, got a me. Trekkie bouncer. If we went to yeah. San Diego on after party or for something and I said that, they'd probably know it. A Trekkie or, or a Trekker bouncer. Comic Con after yes. party, which we hosted and it was awesome. Uh, uh, so let's wrap it up then. Uh, our, we've given our final thoughts. Uh, yeah, we all... I, I mean, I feel bad. I, I mean, I feel like this this movie could have been good. Like, and it's not bad, obviously, but it's pan universally pan, like as the worst one. But there was there was so much potential, you know. And I, I, I... that's what my teachers used to say about me in junior high. That's yeah, right. well, they were they were wrong. They were wrong. They were I had wrong. no. <laughs> <laughs> No, with this movie, if you just, I don't know. I mean, it just seemed like it was cursed, like, from the beginning. First, like, no, no, Kirk's. Kirk's. <laughs> but, but, like, between the strikes and just, like, all the, like, everything went against this movie. Like, nothing went it right. It was the opposite of Wrath of yeah. Khan. Yeah. Where everything just, came together bad. perfectly, this movie, everything just fell apart. Yeah. It's just too Which bad. Which I, I, I want to add, they asked Nicholas Meyer to write the script and he's right. like i'm kind of in the middle of doing something else i can't do it so yeah so and maybe who knows what would have happened but who knows it's unfortunate but yeah, yeah. i will still watch this movie when it's on tv yeah. and that's i like this one better than six look at uh spoiler alert for next week <laughs> i like it better than six six is the one i probably six and four the the two i watched the least of the original series movies yeah I think that's probably true, and I don't not like them, but a little heavy yeah, handed with the Cold plenty. War shit, you know. There's something like not as enjoyable about those movies. Yeah, there we go. We'll find out next week. Sweet, Tune but don't get me wrong; I still like two, six. Right. I mean, like bad Star Trek is still better than most everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Let's face yeah. It. yeah. Except yeah, for Discovery, or except for Picard. I still haven't watched that shit. Well, look at you're not missing anything, and Clay already told us what happened. So. Clay already spoiled then it. I found, then I found out more by watching that Mr. Plinkett thing, and I was like, I'm glad I didn't finish this show. This is I couldn't even watch the whole Mr. Plinkett thing; it was too long. I was like, God, you guys, like Jesus. Well, I like I started not <laughs> understanding what was going on because I was like, I, oh, I didn't get to watch it. Oh, all right. Well, there we go then. So don't bother. Yeah. All right, well, thanks, right? Are we good? Yeah, okay. thanks to you. Right. We'll see you guys all next week for number six, the, the number 25th, six. 25th anniversary of the yeah. original series. Uh, yeah. So we'll have um, a lot to talk I'll, about. I'll my, my personal anecdotes about the, uh, the situation that I was in when I went and saw that movie. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. Not really tell us this after, right? <laughs> We're going to start recording, and John's going to tell yeah. us all of his personal anecdotes. All of them. Uh, well, thanks. 
Thanks to <laughs> you. Uh, uh, thanks, everybody. And fuck off. Yeah. As they say on our planet, Celebi. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. And that doesn't get them to turn up their radios. Nothing. We'll be having a good time.